everyone. Thanks so much for joining me here today. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. I'm joined by Rob Coleman, the CEO at Codagenics. Rob, how are you today? Great. Great to be here. Thanks, Jared. We're excited to have you here, Rob. I uh, would love if we just kind of dive right into it. Tell us about your background. Sure. I mean, I started as a, I mean, in, I, I did undergraduate at Tulane University. I got my PhD at Stony Brook. I actually got my PhD thesis was the focus of the core technology for Codagenics. So uh, co-founder, CEO of a company based around technology I co-invented with my, essentially my thesis advisor, another assistant professor at Stony Brook. So I think I have a really good grasp of, uh, of the technology, how we can apply it to make you know better and more effective vaccines, cancer therapies. And so I was a virologist and I got my MBA and then I came back, started a company with, with my founders, and we went from two people to now 28 people based in New York and, and Massachusetts. And give us, a, give us an overview, I guess, of um, Codagenics. Well, Codagenics when you started versus where things are at today. Yeah. So, I mean, we started with us two guys and uh, my, my co-founder, Stefan Mueller, chief scientific officer. Uh, we started as just two individuals in a laboratory office, maybe 200 something square feet, right? And now we have 28 employees, BSL-2 labs, animal facilities focusing on vaccine, vaccine and cancer therapeutics. We're in phase three with our COVID program. Uh, our RSV program just has an IND. We'll start dosing pediatrics this spring. I think if you step back and the sort of overview of Codagenics and where we came from, we came from the laboratory of Eckerd Wimmer. So if you're not familiar with his name, he was the first to synthesize a virus from small fragments of DNA. And so at the core of Codagenics, we're really a synthetic biology company. Now, everyone, everyone thinks they're an expert in vaccines now because of the COVID pandemic, right? Um, but we came from a lab where we had the idea of you can essentially design a virus from scratch, right? Um, or synthesize a virus from scratch. And so if you can do that, you can re redesign it however you see fit. And so our core technology is essentially turning or taking the DNA of a wild type virus and recoding it for slow translation. And we can then convert that virus from a killer pathogen, if you will, into a live attenuated vaccine. So through, through your lens, Rob, what's kind of the current state of synthetic biology today? Yeah, I mean, I think synthetic biology is... Of course, I'm biased because I'm operating in the space, but I think it has great potential, not just for human health, right? Of course, human health. If you think about what synthetic biology is offering, it's the way to actually design organisms and, and biological systems to solve problems, right? Um, and even more advanced than traditional genomics and molecular biology. And so I think there's a lot of things happening, not just for human health, but also agriculture, green energy where we're utilizing organisms to do very complicated tasks uh, and really the user designed organism. And if you circle back to what Codagenics is doing, that's what our vaccine platform is, right? It's a synthetic biology approach to take a, take a virus and a virus that would be dangerous for a person. We can use a software essentially to redesign the DNA of that virus to turn it from killer pathogen into something that can be utilized by a vaccine. And so, of course, Codagenics is biased and thinks that Synthetic biology is, is great and growing and can be used to solve a lot of problems that were previously sort of out of reach. And when, when we look at your, your platform, 
and what you currently have in, in pipeline today. Can you talk us through uh, some of the uh, current like vaccines that you have in pipeline today, what you're working on uh, and, and their status? Sure. So we utilize a, like a, what we call codon deoptimization approach. So essentially what we do is the opposite of what the biotech industry has done previously, where we, we cause viruses to make less of themselves in the human body. Right. So we recode their DNA to slow down the process of translation. And so our algorithm can and we call this codon deoptimization. And we can uniformly apply this to essentially any human virus because human viruses doesn't matter if it's COVID, RSV, Zika, they come into your body, right? And they want to make a trillion copies of themselves in, in eight hours, literally, one particle to a trillion. And so we've applied this codon deoptimization algorithm to two actually multiple viruses. The two ones that I talk about here today maybe are firstly RSV and the second is COVID. So for RSV, we have a live attenuated intranasal COVID vaccine that's really primarily to start focused on pediatrics. So it would be a dropper that you would give to kids six months to five-year-olds. And so our, the last RSV season in the winter or the winter that's still happening was terrible, right? a lot of hospitalizations. Most of those hospitalizations were actually in the six-month-old to five-year-old population, not the aged or elderly population. So if you weren't paying too close attention, you see terrible RSV season, Pfizer announcing phase three data for their RSV vaccine. The underbelly there is that their vaccine is focused on just the elderly. Codogenics is focused on pediatrics, actually the, the population that carries the heaviest burden of RSV. The the FDA gave us fast track designation for our product because there's so few people pursuing a vaccine for this age group. And they did that with only having preclinical data. So quite excited about our RSV vaccine. It's going into pediatric testing next month in March with data reading out towards the end of the year. Uh, and for COVID, also intranasal COVID vaccine, we think it's highly differentiated. And what's very unique about Codogenics is we're in a placebo controlled trial right now. And this trial is a phase three trial sponsored by the WHO, meaning, well, firstly, the WHO and our partner Serum Institute India are fully funding the trial. So um, not pedogenics, but more importantly, we're looking at the efficacy of our vaccine against placebo. And so we think this is a really differentiating uh, uh, concept for codogenics where we can actually show that our, an intranasal vaccine has efficacy against COVID. This is occurring in Africa, South America, Southeast Asia. So it's a massive global trial. We've dosed 10,000 to date, probably dosing up to 30, maybe even 50,000 individuals before the trial's completed. And Rob, when I was going through your, your website, you have an, uh, an area within the pipeline that talks about animal health. Can you, can you tell us a little sure. bit? I'm, I'm curious, um, really interested well, in learning more about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about what, you know, Sometimes you can drown in opportunity. So we're trying to be as diligent as possible, right? Meeting our goals. The unique thing about animal health is we can design a virus and then hand it off to others to, to execute the development. So we have a very unique, we can develop candidates all the way through to conduct the clinical trials ourselves, or we can design a virus and then hand it off. So for animal health, we've designed a few viruses for animal health partners. They're not disclosed who those individuals are or the, the companies they are. But if you think about it and you circle back all to your question about synthetic biology and the platform, all we're doing is we can, we can analyze the host cell of any virus. So it can be a pig virus, it can be a bird virus, 
and we understand how to recode that DNA of that virus into a language that's read slowly by the target host cell. So if you're thinking you want to make a pig vaccine, you take the pig virus, you recode a portion of its DNA to weaken the virus down, and then you can use that, vac that to vaccinate the pigs. And so Codogenics is almost has almost too much opportunity, but we're doing a, as good a job of man managing it to execute on our pipeline and also in a commercially savvy way to outlicense and design vaccines for, for, for folks in the animal health space. Rob, what, what are some of the things that you can share, right, that you're allowed to share sure. that really get you excited in terms of what's next for, for Codogenics? Yeah, I mean, I think, well, firstly, to, I mean, to, to think about the two targets that we talked about, because uh, I'm excited about the entire platform, um, would be, I think we can really have an answer for the RSV problem for kids, firstly, but in the sense that the last season was terrible. The injectable vaccines that are being pushed in phase that are having successful phase three really aren't answering the call to meet the need in the pediatrics. And there's very little competition for gotogenics to make an intranasal vaccine for kids that could have a massive impact on, on human health. I think that makes me excited. I think the COVID vaccine, if you think about what Codogenics is doing right now, we're in a placebo-controlled trial, right? So we'll actually be the only company to act, have actual efficacy data against Omicron, right? Even the first-generation vaccines can show there's a boost against Omicron, right? But they don't actually have an efficacy in, in a controlled setting. And so I'm excited for that data to show that the Dakota, that Codogenics intranasal COVID vaccine could protect against variants, if you will. And lastly, to just touch on it is we've expanded in Cambridge Mass because the algorithm is so so capable of trying to design viruses for cancer and viruses that can actually kill and destroy solid tumors. And so if you think about it, our platform can take a virus and we can make it safe, right? And so if we can take if we can find a virus that likes to eat a specific cancer, say breast cancer, and we can make that virus safe for the individual and we then inject that virus into the tumor cells, we can essentially make a custom IO therapy for said tumor indication. So I'm extremely bullish on all three, excited just to see how that, you know, it's, a, it's an exciting year for Codogenics in that all of those programs are going to be reading out in like the second half of this year, right? RSV, COVID, oncology. Um, and really excited to see the potential. And I'll say we just closed a fundraising round, $25 million uh, to support the pipeline that'll be announced sometime the week of uh, uh, early next week. So. Congratulations. That's Thanks. super exciting. Um, the first year that actually in the press. <laughs> so Love it. Yeah. <laughs> you, what's, what's really interesting too, Rob, is I, I really appreciate you telling us your story and everything. It must be, you know, from your seat too, really exciting to see how things have kind of moved forward uh, since you started it, right? From being in this, what do you say, 200 square foot uh, office space to, you know, having these facilities and, and, and all, what did you, you also said, almost too much opportunity, right? Which is exciting that you can go after. Yeah, yeah I would just say it is, you know, sometimes when you're involved in like the day to day, you don't get the chance to like step back and see the arc of where you are. And I think, for me, I'm never quite finished, right? I want actually approved products made with the technology, not just, you know, I think we've had a lot of success to date. I think we're in a super growth trajectory. 
we're hiring employees and investors that actually start to believe and that is feel it does feel very good um but i think the mission's not done we actually want to make many vaccines to end cancer therapeutics using the platform that i think enabled by synthetic biology and really try to make vaccines in a rational way so well rob i really appreciate you once again joining me on the podcast here today hopefully we can have you come on again soon get you on a panel talk through some other questions as well and continue to learn more about uh, codogenics yeah for sure this has been a pleasure thank you 